0: Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse lepers. Cast out demons. This is Healing the
1: Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Healing the Whole Person. My name is Susie McGinn, and today we are interviewing for the third time through a monthly series, our good friend and author of the book that we're gonna be discussing today. Her name is Maureen Capistran. Before we go on, I, I just wanna tell you that you're being uh, gonna to listen to six lively, talkative women today. <laughs> there are two from Boston, Maureen, the author of the book, our main guest today, her friend Maria, also from Massachusetts on WQPH out there, Marianne Harold and her friend Kelly, and with me here in the studio, our producer, Angela Tomlinson, and of course, again, I'm Susie McGinn. So welcome to all of you, and um, I hope that you've possibly had a chance to listen to some previous programs, which are available uh, online if you go onto our website. But I want to tell you a little bit about Maureen's book before we go on, and then we're going to get some questions going for her. The book is called Heaven's Helper, My Little Star. A recent book that Maureen wrote, It's the amazing true story of her daily communication with heaven, helping and teaching those in need. There's so much content to her story. She's become a monthly guest on on the show, as many of you already know. She has trained for three years. She was trained for three years by Jesus and the Blessed Mother. Then she was given the Archangel Michael, who was a favorite of our program here but he also guided her for over the last 20 years this life-changing story is meant to teach that god exists and what god would like us to know in order to advance our spiritual journey on earth and to make it to heaven maureen has been asked by heaven to share their teachings and her personal experiences on her spiritual journey Today, we'd like to delve into some of Heaven's teachings, specifically what she was taught that applies to all of us. Before we do that, though, for any listeners who are new, we just want to tell you a little bit of a background on Maureen. In 1989, Maureen in the early 90s was a workaholic real estate Uh, person living in the boston area she had little interest in spiritual topics accumulating wealth was her primary goal then without warning or reason maureen began to experience episodes of demonic attacks for seven years not knowing what it was or the reason behind it god had a special mission for her and satan knew the plan she then began her training. This is our topic today, how she was trained by Jesus and Mary and what she has shown and taught that can greatly benefit all of us in reaching our final goal, heaven. So welcome, Maureen, and all the rest of us here, all of the fun ladies we're going to have on the program today. But welcome, Maureen. Uh, it's nice Thank to you. have you back um before we begin i just want to start with a question um because i'm sure that um having these demonic attacks is something unusual and foreign to many of our listeners and uh so we would like to ask you not knowing anything anything about the spiritual word, world at this time when this occurred how were you guided to jesus at that point
0: the Blessed Mother had came to me and guided me to Father Annie Yellow, and Father Annie Yellow is the one that guided me to Jesus.
1: Okay, how did Blessed Mother uh, come to you? How, do, how were you aware of her presence?
0: I actually didn't know it was the Blessed Mother at the time. I would pray on my rosary beads, and they would heat up, and I would hear a, a beautiful voice, a woman's voice, and she kept repeating to me that I had been chosen, and I would help people who were in need. If I yeah,
1: if I remember yes, correctly, uh, your mother had a part in this, didn't she? Yes. Uh, tell yes. Us, uh, my mother. My,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Tell us how that uh, your mother, what, how she instigated the the rosary for you.
0: Well, I was having paranormal activity in my house, and I went to visit my mother, and of course she was aware of what was going on. <clears throat> so she was a strong Catholic, and she had rosary beads so she gave me the rosary beads and she said pray on these and whatever it is it will it will drive it out so i brought the rosary beads home started praying on them they would heat up and vibrate and i would hear a beautiful soft voice female's voice saying you have been chosen you will help people who are in need so this went on for some time and so my sister paulette and i set out to try to find a priest because i knew that i wasn't going crazy and we, we talked to about six to eight priests, ten priests, and none of them could really figure out what was going on. So my sister had the idea. She says, next time you hear the lady's voice, ask her what priest we can go see. Oh, what a good idea. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so several days later, I was praying, and I heard her voice again, and I asked her, could you direct me to a priest? So she instructed me. She said, go to the Fatima Shrine, and there will be a priest there that will know exactly what it is you were speaking of. At this point in time, I didn't even know what the Fatima Shrine was. I was going to say, is it near Boston? Is it there near you? It's actually in Holliston. Okay. It's actually in Holliston. So my sister head out to to the shrine, went into the gift shop, started telling the woman behind the cash register our story. And the woman said, oh, Father Annie Yellow, just transfer it here. He's a very gifted priest. Um, You can set up an appointment and speak with him. So it was actually at late... Later on, down the road, I found out actually it was the Blessed Mother that that was, that was that I was speaking to. So it was actually the Blessed Mother <clears throat> that directed me to Father Annie Yellow, and then Father Annie Yellow was the one that directed me to Jesus. Oh, beautiful.
1: Oh, a direct line, right? <laughs> well, right. I, I think that it will encourage a lot of us in our prayers and requests to Blessed Mother how faithful she was that she right away told you just where to go and directed mm-hmm. you to this holy priest. Um, yeah uh, So after, after Father Aniela helped you understand your gift, is that when Jesus and the Blessed Mother started coming to you regularly? Um, could you tell us about that?
0: Yes. So I went into Father Aniela and I explained to him what I was experiencing. And he went into prayer and he asked Jesus, if I had mental illness or what was going on and Jesus reassured him that I did not have mental illness, that I was chosen. And Jesus directed father Annie Yellow to encourage me to pray to him and to talk to him. So when I went home that night, I started praying. I didn't even know Jesus. And I said, Jesus, father Annie Yellow,
2: um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, would like me to talk to you, Having no idea who I was. You know, I, I I'm just a little person. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and so, I heard Jesus, and He said, "You have been chosen. Fear nothing. Know that I am with you." And how did you feel after that? <laughs> um, Father Anniello encouraged me to document everything. So, anytime Jesus or the Blessed Mother would speak to me, I would just strictly document. So, I would document everything and meet with Father Anniello three times a week. Okay. So that's that's how it that's how it started.
1: And, and that is. Are those conversations in your book, or um, yes, they are. They mm-hmm. are
0: all the all the detailed information, all the communication I had with Heaven, their teachings, what they taught me, how they taught me the importance of of their world um, is all in the book. Okay, very good. Um,
1: and uh, you know, like if there are other people out there that are wondering how they might go about this process if they feel they need this kind of spiritual guidance um as well and maybe they're having some confusion or possibly some demonic influence in their lives what would you advise them
0: i would i would advise them to go to their their local priest and if they're having demonic activity to have their priest um find the um you know the, the the priest that specializes in their diocese in their in their area, um, in that like Father Paul Damaris is is the exorcism priest for the state of Rhode Island. Oh, it's an exorcist um, so,
1: type of priest, then.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and and then let and let and then let that priest discern, um, you know, what's going on. However, in my book, it does teach us, it does teach you how to discern what to look for. Um, so it, it does give you a baseline on discernment as well. Good. Yeah.
1: So that that gives us everybody a good jump start on where they can go so they don't feel like they've got their feet firmly planted
0: in midair, which happens to me a lot. <laughs> um, right. So, um, I mean, the most important thing for people to know is heaven would never tell us what to do or what not to do. So if, somebody, if somebody's hearing something or seeing something or being told something by another individual and they're saying, go do this now, go give this to this person now, that's not coming from heaven. Okay. Uh, because they would never do that. It, like Jesus said, if I'm going to send something, I'm not going to tell you about it. It will just happen in a natural way. Okay.
1: So, um, so could so you give us an example? It's very... Yeah. So if
0: somebody for an example a woman came to me and she said that she had interlocutions and she and she was hearing that she had she was going to go give um, hundreds of thousands of dollars to a certain charity and heaven would never tell us to do that um, or not to do that okay so that that's pretty simple straightforward you know way to discern um, so if somebody hears to, to do something like that, I think what they should do is consult with their priest, discuss it and decide, is that something that would, they're inspired to do? Do they really want to do that? Or are they doing it because they, they heard it or somebody told them, Oh, I have a gift and this is what you're supposed to do. So, I mean, it is very simple to discern once you get the foundation and the, ba- you know, the basics down and the foundation down on discernment.
1: Okay. Uh, Anybody have any questions before we go on here? Uh, Marianne or Kelly? Uh. Uh, um,
0: I I just want to say to Maureen that uh, her book has impacted so many people that we have given the book to uh,
3: and we're hoping to print more. I think we need to pray very much for Maureen and her journey. She's a very heroic woman uh, and that what... Kelly was doing today. Tell them what we were doing. We we're recording.
0: Kelly's a member of our Legion of Mary, and I asked her to open the book, and she
4: told me how she was on the bus. Just tell them the story, and tell Maureen if they ask Maureen if that's okay to do. Sure. Now, what I did was I I've had the book, and I hadn't started reading it yet, and I brought it with me the other day on the bus, and I just was feeling like you know I really want to start reading the book, and I just happened to open it up in the middle of the book. And I uh, landed on page 76, and I read the title, Bricks and Stones, and I just started reading it, and um, it was a really inspiring paragraph, actually, and I just, um, I was sharing that with Marianne, and and how, you know, it just, it was just interesting how I happened to fall on this one specific paragraph. It felt, it definitely felt like there was a message there for me from mm-hmm. God, so... What was the message? Yeah, could you read it it People want to know what the message is. Oh, absolutely. So um, I'll just quickly, can I read a little bit of the paragraph to give you the idea? Sure. 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 Yeah, the paragraph, so it's titled Bricks and Stones, and it reads, On my way home, I noticed a new mall being built. I so wanted to be involved in a project like that. Later, I received a vision of a bulldozer in the middle of a field, engulfed in flames. The vision remained for about two minutes. After that, the Blessed Mother said to me, there are a lot more important and better things than this in life. Try to let go of this. There are things more important than bricks and stones. These are the earth's ways. Try to let go of this, for even if you were to have this, you could not take it with you when you you come home. Mm -hmm. Your real treasures are in my world, and so many of my children get stuck, they cannot see beyond this, and then um, she says that I then heard Jesus say, "You must have the desire to build for your eternal life." So it just—I felt like it, for me beautiful. personally, it was a message I needed to hear. And then, I mean, there's so much wisdom there. I feel like that could help help everybody too these days. And you know, there's—it's a material world we're living in, so. Yeah. Uh, people need to be connected with God and connected with their, um, you know, their eternal home, which is where, you know, we all want to be.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, and we want to be building for that.
3: <laughs> yeah, not, you know, not- Jesse Romero said, this is Angela, <laughs> Jesse Romero used to say he never saw a Brinks truck following a hearse. Oh, yeah. did you ever hear him say that? Yeah. <laughs> I never saw no, These no. People are holding on to their money, and they're holding on to their money. And you know, people are trying to raise it for Catholic Radio. You know, right. we want to evangelize eight million people, and they're holding on to this money for you know. And you say, well, how much? How much money is enough money? You know, sometimes it can be like an itch. Yeah. That you know, you're counting all the zeros in your bank account. It's more than you can ever spend. Your kids can ever spend, and and yet, like you just said, it's like that attachment, looking at the world through this size, where God would be saying to you, I gave you that money, you're the steward. I gave you that money so that you could build the kingdom on Earth. I didn't give it to you for yourself. I didn't give it to you for those reasons. I gave it to you so that you could build the kingdom up on this Earth. I love that. That was a great paragraph, Kelly. I, f- I read the book, and I, I completely <laughs> forgot that. Yeah, I so. do,
1: too. Yeah. This is
3: a message for all of us. Right. A message for all of us. So mm-hmm. how did
1: that impact you going forward, Maureen, uh,
0: well, I, I, the blessed mother did everything in her power to try to get me detached from the material world, and and that was my biggest struggle. Um, that was my biggest hurdle.
1: Well, because so, you you were gifted in that, right? God gave yes, you the, was. the gift of, mm-hmm. of developing real estate, and uh, right. And so, I'm sure that made it even doubly hard and confusing, uh, what to do with that gift,
0: and uh, yes very hard and, and and thank god the blessed mothers all love and patience because i cannot tell you how many times i quit and 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 just wanted to give up and not follow through with this and just go back to the work world um over and over and over again and in fact when 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 they wrote the book I put my journal on tapes and we had to take out two chapters because it was so repetitive because I quit so many times <laughs> in the course of my training. <laughs>
3: <So>. uh, <laughs> what, what was it, though? I mean, what was it specifically? When you say you quit, is it that you wanted to go back to something, or yeah. it was too squishy yeah, I being was, what you were doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was it was very difficult. The training was very difficult. The, you know, when Jesus first came to me, he said, This will be a lot of work and you will be tired at times. And I said, Jesus, no problem. I'm a workaholic. You know, I'm looking <laughs> forward to this. Figuring he was going to have me build, you know, housing for the elderly or housing <laughs> for the poor or churches. And then <laughs> yeah. churches or something like that. I'm like, Great. I'll roll up my sleeves and do that. I love to work. And then, as of course, he didn't reveal the whole thing to me right away. And as we were going along, he then slowly revealed to me, my love, the work is within yourself. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm in trouble. This is really going to be a long haul now for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah. It It was very, very difficult. A lot of people say, oh, I can do that. You know, I can sacrifice self for the sake of others. I can give up the material world. And, oh, God, if I could just hear and see Jesus, I would do that. But, you know, at the end of the day, Try it. It's it's i am I'm gonna it's not easy. I, I it's just not it. easy. I believe it. Yeah. It's our, it's a continual struggle. Sure. It's still a struggle for me today. It's 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 a continual struggle. Um to, our wills are board. strong,
1: aren't they? They're, and and our our innate gifts and and uh, instincts are very strong. I even I often think yeah. of Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane. He even then Asked three times, asked his father to take away this cross that he was to, about to endure, and but it was, you know, he was willing to to step back from it if his father would let him. So there, you know, he too wanted to say, "Let's scrap this idea," <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it's, but then it's, not,
0: it's, it's not easy. No, um, no, it's just, it's not it's not an easy task. No, um, and, and people people expect a lot from you right and you have you know you have people expect a lot and um you know you can when when i'm praying over somebody and i'm hearing heaven you can be right a hundred thousand times but if you're just slightly off once that's what everybody's going to focus on so as the blessed mother taught me in order to do my work you have to be totally at peace and totally focused and that's that's an understatement um because you you just have to fine-tune your gift and fine tune your skill of being patient, waiting, praying over the person, listening, and only repeating what you're told and add nothing to it um, to be 100% accurate, time after time after time, healing service or whatever group or whatever I'm doing. So
1: let's say someone comes to you with a special need. Um, let's say, you know, a difficult marriage or whatever. You you choose the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, just how do you go? But I imagine you, you have a very strong prayer life to begin with on your own. Let's talk about that first and then maybe give an example of how uh, our Lord and our Lady use you. Um, so sure. So, like, on your in your prayer life, do you... Is it uh, all day every day, or does it a special time no. in the morning or How, no. how do no. you prepare? Uh,
0: I pray at night. I pray, I pray at night to Jesus and the Blessed Mother. Um, I have a hard time with anything that's repetitive. So um, Saint. Michael has taught me many different prayers that so I pray in my own way to the Blessed Mother in Jesus. Um, I had once asked the Blessed Mother, because she knows I have a problem with anything that's repetitive, what the highest form of prayer was, and she said, love. So, and that goes for all of her children, because we're not—God made us all differently, she told us, and we're not all cut out to sit there and say the rosary, anything that's repetitive, although that's—our lady loves that. Um, but she also knows that all of, all of her children, and anytime. Any one of her children, whether they sing to her, talk to her, if, if they only knew the impact that that had and, and how happy that makes them. Oh, good. So
1: that, Can you any, hear that music, Maureen? A- <laughs> um, yeah. It's time for uh-huh. a short break here. But we want to pick up on that because I know there's a lot of people that... Are listening that are very devoted to their their prayer time and especially the rosary so we'll be back in just a few minutes this is Susie McGinn on healing the whole person
2: Hello, this is Brian. I'm a volunteer here at WSFI Catholic Radio. I'm reaching out, letting you know why our expansion throughout the Chicagoland area is so vitally important to the new communities that we will be reaching. God has many tools of reaching individuals and bringing them to conversion. I believe Catholic Radio is one of the biggest tools God uses. One never knows who is listening and just who we will be reaching through the airways, whether it be bringing people back to Jesus in their faith or bringing people to meet Jesus for the first time. Catholic Radio is the key to evangelization. A prayer for deliverance with Father John Regas, the rector of the National Shrine
1: of St. Maximilian Kolbe at Marytown.
2: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus Christ, we just ask for the grace of the Holy Spirit to come down upon us, the intercession of Our Lady and of all the saints and angels, and we come against any influence of the occult of the new age that might have infiltrated any of our listeners, their children, their grandchildren, the nieces, nephews, brothers and sisters, of families, and we bind Satan and all of his minions in any way that have binded any of these individuals or their families in this occult practices and we invoke mother Mary also and all the saints in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus I just break all bounds and all influences of the new age upon any one of our listeners and may they be broken in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit may he send upon them the grace of the Holy Spirit to free them and may our mother Mary place her mother motherly mantle to protect them and crush the ahead of the evil one as she was promised to do so in Genesis after the fall amen
1: Welcome back to Healing the Whole Person. This is Susie McGinn, your host today. And uh, if you didn't tune in at the beginning of our program, I just want to tell you we're on our third in a series, a monthly series with Maureen Capistron, who wrote the wonderful book Heaven's Helper, My Little Star. And uh, we're discussing uh, many of the aspects of her book. and we let, when we left off at the last uh, few minutes ago, we were talking about her prayer life and that repetitive prayer is difficult for her. but obediently she does pray her rosary. But she prefers I if I hearing her right, conversational prayer with our lord and our lady especially in the evening that's her that's her special prayer time uh, to prepare for her ministry so could you elaborate on that a little bit for our listeners because i think you're a good listener maureen and i think that's a weakness it is for me anyway in prayer so go ahead
0: yes so I pray to, I, I do my prayers at night, do the rosary. I pray to the blessed mother in Jesus. And then I have a, I usually have a conversation with the blessed mother before I go to bed about, you know, what happened that day or whatnot. And I have a short conversation with her and um, if she wants to elaborate on anything or give me guidance to anything, she'll send St. Michael. Blessed mother and Jesus say very little. They'll say very little, but it means a lot. Um, they have a way of condensing their vocabulary. And again, anything that needs to be elaborated on, they'll send St. Michael to to do that.
1: Okay. So then uh, that undergirds you and prepares you for your next day's activities and whoever they may send you that um, they want you to minister to.
3: So... Correct. uh, Maureen, I I just want to jump in. I'm bursting at the seams. (laughs) Have okay, you, Angela. Okay, here we go. I don't know if I want to know the answer to this, but did did you ever have any discussions or um, prayers about about the radio show?
0: Yes, I I, I asked about the radio show, and the, Saint Michael told me to stay forward.
3: To what Those was the word?
0: Words. Stay, stay forward. What does that mean? Go, go forward. Uh, do continue on with it so you know, do it i knew you know, i like saint michael we have his blessing we have his
3: blessing we have yeah. pictures of michael <laughs> all over the all over the joint here yeah. in the radio yeah, station so Angela said the know,
1: other day
0: i think he really likes us i
3: think he likes us yeah <laughs> but think that,
0: this is the thing when they speak they speak a little different they use different word they, they use different terminology than we use and I was taught that they do that so I know it's them and not me. They'll use words that we wouldn't, I wouldn't use, a right. vocabulary that I wouldn't use. Um, so after 21 or 22 years of communicating with them, you, you quickly learn their vocabulary. So stay forward means go forward. Um, okay. So. Good. It means, it means stay, stay
3: going forward. forward, keep going forward, keep going, keep forward. going keep forward. forward. Yeah, that's a good yeah. slogan. We need it. We need that it. We need that encouragement. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: Okay, so now um, give us an, an example for those, many of the listeners probably haven't read your book. Uh, could you just give an example? It doesn't even have to be out of the book or anything, but just an example of how you will uh, uh, find s- someone with a need will be, come into your presence or call you or how does that work and then uh, and then uh they do they understand uh who they're calling or contacting uh do they what do they know what to expect uh in your ministry how does that all work maureen
0: uh, well when i do healing services i usually give a, a brief talk prior to praying over people and i explain to them that god has given me the grace to hear and see and I will pray over them and feel free to ask a question. However, many a times heaven will answer the question and many a times they will not. They will go to what they feel is most important. So I tell the, the person to feel free to ask anything that they want to ask and we'll see if, what what heaven has to say. Um, many times they don't answer the question that's asked. They go on to something, again, that's more important to to heaven uh, for their spiritual for their spiritual growth when i'm when i'm sitting with groups of people um it it depends on how many people and and what the time constraint is many a times a lady will just give me the knowledge jesus will just give me the knowledge so the person doesn't even have to ask the question i'll just i already know the question that they're going to ask so i said don't ask the question i'll just give you the answers and so i can i can get through a lot more people quicker that way
1: right so then other people are hearing this at the same time, it's your, or it's not private, it's in a uh,
0: When we sit with it, when, we, when I used to sit with groups of people, it was open. It was, you know, it was an open, people could hear other people asking questions and they could hear, hear, hear the answers. When I, when I do a healing service, I pray over the person, perhaps maybe the person to the left or the right of the person um, can, can hear the conversation. And many a times the person behind them like they all move forward because they want to hear they want to hear the conversation. So, um, so basically, you know th- that that's how it works. When I when I when I do when I do exorcism work or deliverance work, it's usually just myself, the priest, and the person that's having the problem. Okay. And and there's, and there's nobody else you know in the room.
1: So there's usually a, a priest with you when you do healing services.
0: Absolutely. I always have at least one priest, if not two, with me when I'm doing a healing service. Wonderful. And they usually hear, and they usually hearing confessions. One's usually hearing confessions. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, uh, just want to go back here. Um, when uh, your training started, um, what you said? Did you say that Blessed Mother was the first one you heard? from through the yeah. rosary not jesus right it was blessed mother. yes it
0: was the blessed mother mm-hmm.
1: okay and then um how, like how long after that did you start uh hearing the voice of our lord
0: well i i heard i heard the blessed mother for about two months but i didn't know it was her and then right she directed me to father anniello and then the, after the first meeting with father anniello i had direct communication with jesus okay very
1: good what so uh what would you think were the most important things that they taught you i mean for i'm sure there's that that's a loaded question in a way because i'm sure there's many many things um but uh because you run into so many different needs in among all the people that you serve but uh, what would you say are you know, maybe the the most important things that you had to learn from them.
0: Sure. The first thing that the Blessed Mother asked of me was to learn kindness, love, peace, joy, happiness, and that would be the biggest gift that I could give to her.
1: Okay. All right. And and um, so the same, and with our Lord as well, the same, I
0: suppose, similar. <laughs> um. Well, with Jesus, when I initially spoke to Jesus, he told me initially how many people had strayed from from his kingdom. He said, "I will direct you, but it's up to you to follow. I have some who come, I have some who who don't come at all. I expect loyalty and compassion, fear nothing and love. Life without love is not our way. Love all. To be ready, you must perfect yourself." I had no idea how difficult that task was going to be to perfect myself. Right, oh, for all of us. Then Jesus went on to teach me patience and kindness. Do what is always do what is in the best interest of the other person, and then He would teach me, learn this, and then we will go on. Later, He sent Saint Michael.
1: That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. How did Mm -hmm. that? How did that come? The, how did Saint Michael enter the picture then?
0: After after three years of training with the Blessed Mother in Jesus, it was Christmas Eve, and I had gone to bed and I heard Jesus's voice and then I heard another voice speaking aside of Jesus and this voice was telling me everything that I ever wanted to know since I was a child about everything
2: hmm. and
0: Jesus just let the Jesus just told me sit quietly and listen and so this voice was telling me everything. It was it was a male voice, and he was telling me everything. And then after he finished, Jesus said, "This is Saint Michael. This is the gift of knowledge. I'm going to give you this gift, and I'm going to give it to you for the mission that I'm going to set forth in front of you." And then I asked him, "Will I have full knowledge?" He said, "You will have the knowledge that you will need to complete the mission in which I put in what I, in which I put in front of you." Right. So So when St. Michael, go ahead, mm -hmm. go ahead. The first first thing St. Michael taught me is is he said, we have to be of beauty. And he went on. Beauty consists of patience with yourself and others. Love to all, compassion to all, kindness to all, and to be fruitful. Okay. Then he went on to tell me, joy is our word to you. Love is our promise to you. Peace will always be with you. If you have Jesus, you have joy. Love is our Father. Peace should always be within you. Mm-hmm. This is our way. This is our world.
1: Boy, th- those w- words are like warm oil coming over me. I, I, I just totally, I mean, that, that's just what I pray for and this what I experience, not like you have, I know, not to that depth, but that's, that's I always say joy, is a gift from God, no matter what the circumstances are in your life, no matter how horrible, you can always have joy. Happiness, no, because I think happiness depends on circumstances, but the joy that he's talking about and that peace that, that comes from that, uh, to me, that, those are gifts from God by mm-hmm. his grace, no question. That is really beautiful.
0: Uh, so this is all part of the three-year training.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, so everything that they trained me, you know, they, they, they picked the clean slate. I knew nothing and they had to start from ground zero <laughs> and work through everything that was important to them that I had to learn, such as forgiveness. Um, St. Michael taught me when we forgive, it's a matter of being at peace with oneself. Let go of your difficulties and follow Jesus. Forgive that person and forget about the details. Carry on to better times. Let our Father be the judge, for, he will, for you will walk saying, I am free. That is how we merit. It is the best way to let go of this on earth. As it is one step closer to our Father when we pass, pray for the grace to forgive. Unforgiveness only hinders one soul. So these these are types of things that they taught me as I was going through my training.
1: Beautiful. And they the- also taught me
0: that they also went on to tell me that your heart cannot love enough to love as they love. They taught me that perfect love would be something that I would have to strive for. And that was and that and that perfect love was the foundation of my training. I realized to have perfect love, one must have no fear of anything. They taught me not to tell people what they wanted to hear or mislead them, but to speak the truth, be honest, straightforward, while also being loving and gentle.
1: Beautiful. Oh, I don't
0: also, It's also went not to tell me that love and gentleness is, is how we follow our journey in this life. Love and compassion are the two most important things in, in getting to heaven.
1: Okay love and gentleness you say
0: mm-hmm. right
1: mm-hmm. how beautiful
0: oh. jesus also told me at one point don't get frustrated my love i can see the world you cannot i can see ahead you cannot therefore my, therefore my children must trust in me right first the material first the spiritual then the material that is the order in which it goes the real treasures are, God, are in God's world, heaven, not on earth. For sure. And then he would reiterate to me that God has made all his children differently, and he wants them to all know how much they are loved. I was told to put self aside for others. Bring yourself down to zero. After doing so, let Jesus put a one in front of it. Be kind and patient with all. Always have good intentions. Always do what's in the best interest of the other person. Prayer, peace, love, and joy. I was also trained how important prayer was to God. These were a few examples that you'll find in the book. Jesus gave me this poem. And again, he's he's teaching me and training me at my level. A dove, a flower, a ton of hope, all of these are of beauty. Needless to say, beauty is very seldom seen in any of these. One of my favorite poems St. Saint, Saint Michael gave me when I was going through training, and I found this to be very powerful. I even made up little cards for people at the healing service and they to put in their wallet. St. Michael gave me this poem. Our love is like a flower. It rains on every hour. So don't you see the power of that special flower?
3: Mm. <laughs> wow. How true. Awesome. <laughs> um, you got to write a book of those poems, Maureen.
0: Yeah. I know. Um,
3: a little then, book.
0: As I told you, repetitive prayer, you know, I have a difficult time with repetitive prayer. So St. Michael would come to me and he would say, my little star, I'm going to teach you an easy prayer tonight. And I'd say, okay. And the prayer would be, I come to you, Lord, with love. I come to you, Lord, with faith. I come to you, Lord. I come to you. Amen. Oh, I love that. That is, yeah. That is easy. Say it again. It's easy. Say it again, Maureen. I come to you, Lord, with love. I come to you, Lord, with faith. I come to you, Lord. I come to you. Amen. Oh, beautiful.
1: That's a real yielding and turning over of the heart, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so again, again, they're teaching me at my level, which is a junior high education. And, you know, it's short, simple, but powerful. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's, it's, it's a message for everybody. it 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 is it is simple but yet profound and uh and proclaiming kind of prayer um i love it it's it's very inspiring uh so this these are the important things that you have been taught uh, through all these years um tell me um now you said that love and gentleness is that what i heard uh, are the mm-hmm. ways to heaven what about um what were you taught about forgiveness did you have that a uh, struggle with that uh, at a certain no, time no i did not
0: no no i did not have a, a struggle with it um however they like jesus said i can see ahead you cannot so in the course of my training saint michael would tell me when you start doing our work you will come amongst many of people that cannot forgive yes and so he he went on to explain the power of forgiveness and so he would go on he would he would go on to teach me about forgiveness so when i had somebody in front of me that couldn't forgive somebody that brought harm to them or whatever the reason would be i i would have a full understanding
3: of it why do you think maureen it is that that forgiveness is so difficult for us
0: You know, Angela, I find that it's easy to forgive, but it's not easy to forget, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we say we forgive people, but it's it's hard to forget, you know, what was done, you know, what harm or hurt that came out of it. Um, But as as St. Michael taught me, when we forgive, it's a matter of being at peace with oneself. Let go of your difficulties and follow Jesus forgive that person and forget about it and forget about the details carry on to better times let our father be the judge for you will walk saying i'm free right that's how we that's how we merit it's the best to let go of this while we're on earth as we, and then we'll be one step closer to our father when we pass pray for the grace to forgive i think that's the key right there right unforgiveness only to, Unforgiveness
3: only hinders your soul. Right. One soul. Right. You know, Mother Angelica used to talk about the importance of the present moment. That's why they call it a present. Mm-hmm. And and I think mm-hmm. you know when you were reading that, it what hit me was that when when you don't forgive, you're you're almost like not in the present moment. You're living in the past, and you're you're losing the grace and the beauty that you could have around you and but you can't let go it's like he was saying about moving forward hmm and so you're robbing right. yourself of this gift of the moment that God is giving you now that's right and the future that he's giving you so you you can't get when you, when you it's almost like being in a straitjacket you can't let it go so that you can really become mm-hmm. the person God wants you to be or experience what he wants you I, I've run into right. quite a bit of un, unforgiveness or a lot of it has to do with the childhood hurts seem to yes. be the ones that are the most difficult, yes.
0: very common.
3: Have you mm-hmm. found that?
0: Oh my gosh, yes, years, years of it years of it. Um,
3: is there something advice, people, some advice on how if someone's listening and they're suffering from these horrible wounds that they experienced as a child, yeah, is we there just some have advice? A
1: couple of minutes left, and so this would be a good way to end it uh, to, to Thank up. you, Susie. yeah, um, Maureen, could you expand on that just a little bit about the about children? Uh, childhood uh unforgiveness
3: or hurt yeah
0: and hurt yes i i I think it's a matter of many a times i'll sit with somebody who who's suffering from depression or anxiety and saint michael will take them back and point out exactly where it came from and it came from a childhood um trauma or event or lack of love or an unbalanced life Um, so basically what, what what they want us to do is exactly what heaven has taught me um be at peace with oneself and let go of the difficulties and follow jesus and forgive whoever hurt you and carry on carry on to better times and let our father be the judge right right and then we can we will be walking saying we're, that you know you're free you're free from being angry and you know the unforgiveness and the most important thing is is then when we cross over we pass we won't have to deal with it on the other side however the person that brought the harm to us um, they will also be shown the harm that they inflicted on you know the individual in the suffering they, they'll see the suffering um, of the other person because of their actions
3: mm. and, and you know maybe they didn't realize that they were causing it that's the other side that's of it. that's right yeah maureen exactly we just have a
1: few Mm -hmm. seconds left would you be good enough to close us with a a short prayer uh, for our listeners and us (laughs) as well and then we'll see you again next month for
0: sure Okay. well I'll say the prayer that I say to the Blessed Mother every night Um, thank you for your guidance thank you for your protection I love, adore and cherish you and I hope and that I can grow to love you as much as you love me. Amen.
1: Amen. Oh, that's so Amen. beautiful. Amen. Thank you. And we'll come back again next month, please, all of you. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, hearing some more of the wonderful stories. Again. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. To Healing the Whole Person On WSFI 88.5
2: FM Catholic Radio For more information about this program Or to purchase additional CD copies Please call us at
1: 224-206-8455 That's 224-206-8455 Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org
2: Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.